Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We have quite a game coming up. And Brock Purdy is basically trying to take on the entire NFL history book, along with the Philadelphia Eagles as well. Uh, Brock Purdy, Mark Sanchez, and Joe Flacco are the only three quarterbacks in NFL history to win two postseason games in their rookie season. No rookie ever, ever has won three postseason games in his rookie season. Purdy's completed 63% of his passes for 546 yards and three touchdowns so far in the postseason with only 27 more passing yards. Let's be honest, he should have that in the first quarter. With only 27 more passing yards this week, Purdy will pass Russell Wilson for the most amount of passing yards in a postseason by a rookie since the merger. His 109.9 passer rating this postseason is the highest by a rookie quarterback in the NFL since the merger. Someone from the 510 Ray on the Xfinity Mobile text line says, you know, Purdy's got seven wins in a row. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts has won 23 out of the last 24 games he's played. And that's why there's a gap out there. When Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, Hurts was already an MVP candidate. There's a huge difference. And I'm not here to pick a fight or even argue. But the huge difference... If there was indeed a huge difference, should be measured by Brock Purdy's timeline, not necessarily Jalen Hurts' timeline, because Jalen Hurts has the advantage of his timeline starting before Brock even entered the picture, before Brock was even drafted. Jalen Hurts is an NFL player, while Brock Purdy is at Iowa State. So the correct timeline to score one against the other is in just their last seven games. And if the experience really does matter, to Jalen Hurts, then he should be statistically infinitely better as a passer than Brock Purdy in his just last seven games alone. Because if there's a huge gap, how can somebody be as good as somebody in his first seven games as someone with all this experience in just their last seven games? And I went over these numbers yesterday, but I'm going to do it again. Last seven starts for Jalen Hurts. Last seven starts for Brock Purdy. Jalen Hurts is 7-0. Brock Purdy is 7-0. Jalen Hurts has 234 passing yards per game. Brock Purdy has 235. Jalen Hurts is a 64.8 completion percentage. Brock Purdy is 66.7. The pass touchdown to interception ratio for Hurts is 10-3. For Purdy, it's 14-2. The passer rating for Hurts is 97. For Brock Purdy, it's 116. The total touchdowns in his last seven games... For Jalen Hurts, it's 17. For Brock Purdy, it's 16. 
So to say that they, because of experience, are wildly different, and that is the big gap, how come is there is no gap at all in their production? Because it's not a gap in experience. The gap is in the fact that Jalen Hurts can run and Purdy can't. The difference is 760 the difference yards between them. versus 13. That's the difference. And if you take a quarterback in its to- in his totality, that's where the advantage that Hurts is. It's not because he has a superior brain or that he's played 150 games. That I, whoever is throwing that straw man out is a drooling idiot. The difference is that Jalen Hurts creates things with his legs that Brock Purdy either hasn't yet or doesn't have the capability to have. If that's the difference you want to point at, I'll go along with it. But if this was simply a throwing exercise, I'd say, you know, okay, Jalen Hurts is the better quarterback, but the 49ers are probably the better team because they're better at running the football. But it's not going to be that. It literally is going to be a game where you have to look at the guys who never touch the ball to find out how this is going to go. Because either the either the, the, the Eagles defense is going to force turnovers or the 49ers defense is going to force turnovers. And that's because they have superior players on that side of the ball. They both do. That's why this game is only two and a half points instead of, you know, 12 or 15. Because basically the Eagles... You know, for all the people who say they didn't play anybody, they had a tougher schedule than the 49ers did. But that doesn't matter anymore. It's literally about this team versus that team. And the two and the place where the strengths are equal are along both lines. And that's where the that's where the, the battle's gonna be fought. You know, Brock Purdy could easily have a, a fine game and the 49ers lose. Jalen Hurts could have a fine game and the Eagles lose. It really is the the game's going to be won somewhere else. Trenches, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, here's I mean, the thing. I sound I sound like a 94 teams. year old Big Ten fan, but when you tell me that one team has the best offensive line in football, and the other team has the best defensive line in football, and that the other two uh, com- comparative lines are in the top five, that tells me that's where the best players are. So go to where the best players are. They will tell you how this game will go. 888-957-9570. The differences, the similarities. How do you got it shaken out? By the way, little assist here on the Xfinity mobile text line. The character's name was Helen on the Jeffersons. Thank you very much. Roxy Roker was the name. Okay. That that's familiar to that's me. That's Lenny Kravitz's mom right there. I like that. Look, this game gotta be, you know, I I I hate to agree with you, Ray, but who who turns it over? Who turns it over is probably losing this game. If neither team turns it over, oh, we got something really fascinating happening this weekend. Yeah, I'm I can't begin to guess because I believe they are like either one and three in terms of turnovers allowed. In which case, they're both really good at ball security. So this game basically is going to tip on a weird break. We may not be able to prove who the better team is when this game is over. 
will only prove which team gets to play one more game. We go to a woman who's already probably seen this game play out in the Constellations. Andrea, the astrologer over in Berkeley. Hello, Andrea. Hello, how are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, how does it shake out? How is uh, wh- Whose house is rising in what <laughs> plan of, of Mercury? Yes, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you know, Brock Purdy, I'll, uh, you know, he's got quite a chart. December 27, 1999. He's a young and a Capricorn. And I'll tell you, one of the worst things you can say to a Capricorn is to call them Mr. Irrelevant because they're so ambitious. And he's very organized and conscientious. I mean, if you see him in the presser, in the press conference, he's very realistic and methodical. And he doesn't seem to get flustered or phased. So he has that Capricorn ambition and that achieving quality and wanting to be recognized. So, I mean, like you said, you just had his stats. I mean, five in a row. And uh, he could be the first rookie, um, you know, to win. So I just really like, um, you know, his energy and the Virgo moon I think keeps him very detailed he talks about that going over the game plan with Kyle he just seems very efficient and very humble about things and you know meticulous about details so I really like you know what's going on in his chart and he was a few months old when Tom Brady started his NFL career how about that how's his Virgo moon doing these days Andrea thank you good to hear from you Appreciate you calling in. Ray, Virgo moon. Well, you weren't even thinking about Brock Purdy's Virgo moon. Be honest. You didn't see that one coming. Uh, the when, Capricorn? Capricorn. When you said it was Andrea, I knew there would be references to moons. The Virgo moon, though? No, I didn't know. I, I assume that everybody's got every... Harvest moon, maybe. Yeah, Blue sailor moon, moon, maybe. Sailor moon, yeah, maybe. I, know. I mean, it's, you know... I kind of knew what her area of expertise was, so I figured eh, that's where we're going with this. Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Moon Pies. Wally Moon. Baseball player. No, I know. Well, I'm just saying. But nobody thought of Virgo Moon. No. Spanish Moon. Yeah. Benny, by, by Benny King. King. Oh, this is Benny King's got a Spanish Moon, too? No, the, he was the guy who sang the song from which the title of the movie came. Yeah. See, we're learning things today here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, You know what, Lucas? There's one element of today's show we did not discuss in any of our pre-show meetings. You have until the final segment of today's show to flush this bad boy out. Because we are going to have a night at the props. We got prop bets all around. We got prop bets for Eagles and 49ers. We got universal prop bets for the entire weekend as well. But we do need to fade the public. We need to fade the public this weekend, and we only have two games to choose from, so it shouldn't take a lot of research for you to come up with the correct answer and which public gets fed. For the first time all year, we're going to include totals in this, so we have four bets to choose from. Ooh. Warren Moon. Thank you. Thank you very much. What is Ray's zodiac sign? Ray Ray, Ray refuses to disclose... His, like, we won't know how old Ray was at the time of his death unless we cut him in half and count the rings. And since I'm not planning to die, you'll never know. And if I do die, I'm just going to be buried in the woods with a hat on. So nice. no one will get to any of my limbs. No, nah, you can't do that because remember, you and I have a pact. Whoever goes first, the other guy does the eulogy. 
I'm just going to type type it and send it to somebody to read. Thank you. I'm not getting in my car for any anybody. Not eulogy. even not for me. Not for anybody. I wouldn't get in the car for my eulogy. You're going to need an Uber for that one. No, I'd have to go Lyft. That's there. You keep it in the family. <laughs> Look, D'Amico Ryan's. He says in order to get through this game, he needs all 11 guys lifting when it comes to limiting Jalen Hurts' legs. Here is D'Amico Ryans from yesterday. And when it comes to him scrambling around, right, that's uh, all 11. Uh, it starts with our, our D-line being where they're supposed to be and guys who are responsible to go get the quarterback. We just have to do our job. No, we can't make a bigger deal out of it than it is. Everybody has to do their job, be where they're supposed to be. And we play defense. It's all 11 groups swarming. That's what's going to help us you know, defend the quarterback running. And the truth is, if they can sort of start to take away that RPO, Philadelphia starts looking much different. If they have to just get their running game going through, let's call it, standard running plays, that's a win for the 49ers instantly. If, that, if, oh. if this game reaches that point in the game, things are going well. Because it means the Eagles' running game is now inside the tackles for the most part. Um, Miles Sanders is good, but one of the things that makes him very good is the fact that Hertz can get outside the pocket. You know, with designed runs, that means you stretch the 49er defense. If they can corral Jalen Hurts, it will be harder for the for the Eagles to run, it would seem to me. So yeah, I mean that but how many people have corralled Jalen Hurts this year? Not many. Yeah. So that's I mean, again, it's what the big uglies do to to steal the line from John Madden a hundred years ago. I think it's what, you know, clearly staying assignment ready and not getting pushed out of your lane and giving up the edge, that is huge. It's huge. And even the if you don't, and even if you don't, Jalen Hurts is quick enough to find the little seam anyway. That's why this is, a, it's fascinating because it's, it's ultimately going to be little things that decide this. This isn't going to be a blowout. I can't, I can't envision that. The three most important guys on the 49ers defense have a very good chance to be Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, and Talanoa Hufanga. Because those are the guys who are going to have to tamp down anything that gets around the edge of that defensive line. Hufanga's eye level, if we can quote D'Amico Ryans from a couple of weeks ago, has to be state-of-the-art in this game. He cannot get eyeball tripped up, and the 49ers have a good game. Yeah, he he's... You know, well, they all have to. I mean, that's the thing. It's just... If they're making a lot of tackles, the 49ers are in trouble. But if they are able to... Eagles are in trouble. It, no, no, no. If if they have to make a lot of tackles, it means the Eagles are getting into the secondary with the running game. See, I, just I think, think that means getting around the edge. I don't know he's ne that's No, no, what I was going to say was getting to the edge and forcing Hurts inside is what they need is what they need to do, even if they don't make the tackle. But... If Hertz can get outside and they're the ones who have to tackle him, that means it's probably like an eight-yard gain. And the Eagles will do, take that all day long. So, you know, this is going to be a game where you're going to almost take the box score and throw it out. You'll have to watch this game with your eyes and hope you know what you're looking at. D'Amico Ryans knows that he's got to spend a lot of time making sure his defense is looking at A.J. Brown. I mean, we talked with Sal Palantonio and Ron Jaworski this week. Both said that that guy might be the one who holds the key for the Eagles, 
because the team that hits the big shot plays a couple of times in this game is going to have a massive advantage over the team that's just trying to stay on schedule and ahead of the sticks. Picking up big hunks of yardage in what feels like a defenses are going to dictate the afternoon type of a football game is huge. Here's D'Amico Ryans on keeping an eye on A.J. Brown. His size and strength, that's the one thing that separates him from a lot of receivers. But not only that, like... When he catches the ball, you know, he turns into a different gear, right? His run after catch has been pretty dynamic to watch this year. So that's where he's separate. He's big where he can go down the field and uh, make plays on the deep balls. But also, he's just catching the five-yard routes and turning it upfield and turning that into an explosive. That's where he's been really good this year. And whoever, I'm talking about whoever on this 49ers defense, if you're lucky enough to get your hands on a ball, Oh, you got to come up with it either from the bottom of that pile after the recovering the fumble, or you got to come down with it because of the interception. Turnovers, key, D'Amico. We always talk about the ball, and the ball is everything. And if you take the ball away, you're going to win games. And that's the most important factor on Sunday. It doesn't matter. If we can take the ball away, we can create more turnovers then the Eagles right, will win this game. And that's what it'll always be about. It won't change. And the history of ball, it's been proven, right? You take the ball, you win the game. So that's our mindset each and every week. That's our, that's our key to victory. That's our goal every week. How many times can we take the ball and put our, can we score with it or can we put our offense in a favorable position to score? And look, if that doesn't happen and the Eagles start playing takeaway football, okay, so you're behind the eight ball right there. This might be a game where the Niners need to steal a possession. I mean, I know we talked about that against Seattle more than we even did Dallas because I thought Dallas might be able to throw punches in a more straight-up traditional style against the 49ers, and in a way they did. But this is a game where the Niners might have to be that aggressive team that steals the possession or goes for it on fourth and three from the Eagles' side of their own 50 and gets a little aggressive. You know, it, it feels like the opposite of the way that Kyle needs to do this, but maybe that's the advantage because the Eagles know the Kyle Kyle's tendencies and getting muy agresivo with a fake somewhere on the field could absolutely catch Philadelphia off guard. Yeah, but they don't do that very much, and they haven't done it during the year. So I think if you're going to pull that out now... Saving it. You I know that Kyle's got a stack of plays that are literally labeled NFC title game that he hasn't touched all year. Oh, I'm I'm sure there are, but it seems like that's not how he plays, period. Because it's not just this year. He's not a guy who does a lot of gimmick stuff. And he's got a he's got a kicker who if he decides I need the three here, he's gonna take the three because it's the percentage thing to do. Kyle Shanahan is not a conservative guy, so he doesn't need to all of a sudden become the aggressive, take-long-chances guy. He's a guy who plays the percentages. And because he's got the kicker he's got, I think he's going to do that. I don't think there's going to be a fake. There might be a fake punt at some point because you know there's, there's less involved there. But even then, it, that doesn't seem like the kind of coach Kyle Shan is comfortable being. And if he's going to start doing uncomfortable things, I think the players are going to look at him and go, well, how worried are you? Because I think they know what I mean, Kyle Shanahan likes to do as much as he does. I think he plays basically according to Hoyle. And this is why I think Sirianni would be thinking 
exactly the way you're thinking, which means that play might be available. It, well, it might. You know, I mean, that's the thing. It, 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 what, what is the bigger tendency breaker than to break the tendency of my ultra percentage playing conservative nature? I mean, that, how do you get someone flat footed? They didn't see it coming. But you had better have been working on it a lot. Oh, I'm sure they practice. have. I'm not sure they have. I don't know. All I'm saying is we've never seen that from Kyle Shanahan. And that includes the two years when they were awful. But he wasn't like this in 2019. He wasn't like this in 21. And he hasn't been that this year. In other words, they'll never see it coming. No, so but they're I, due. But I think <laughs> you'll never see it coming either because I don't think it's coming. If there is a fake punt this weekend, I want a fresh, crisp $50 bill. Are you going to go 50 to 1 odds? My one against your fifty. What kind of a what kind of a bet is that for me? Well, if it's you so want to sure, do, you if, want if to do it even so money. Certain, if you're so certain, I'm not it certain. Cannot all, happen. I'm, all I'm saying is, I've never seen Kyle Shanahan do that, and I don't think he's a guy who breaks programming. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.